Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the It's Time Y'all podcast with your host, me, Christine. Hello, everyone. Okay, so first and foremost, um, it was uh, Halloween weekend yesterday, so Saturday. And your girl sang her little heart how a little bit. <laughs> what is going on? What am I saying? I sang a lot, screamed a lot. And so my voice is a little hoarse. It's definitely a little hoarse today, uh, but let's just continue on with it. All right. Being another lost 20-year-old, well, most just human beings in general, but more specifically to myself being an overthinking type of human being, inner dialogue with myself is so, so common. With dialogue being more or less constant, I find myself thinking about my inner conflicts quite a bit. Inner conflicts about my life. And I thought it would be interesting to chat and to share them with y'all. So let's get hyped and let's get into the episode. First and foremost, inner conflicts are so annoying. An actual pet peeve. An actual pet peeve. Sometimes inner conflict can be on topics that you feel like discussing with people and on topics that you really don't feel like discussing with people. And the ones that you just don't, there's something about it, but you just don't feel like discussing them with people. Those just, ooh, they're annoying. They're pet peeves. You know what? Even the ones that you discuss with people, they're pet peeves. Because a lot of the time, at least for me, I've always been the type of decision maker where I don't, or I I consult the people that I, I respect, or not respect, but I appreciate their opinion on. But I know for a fact that, I truly do make decisions by myself and no matter regardless of this person's advice or what this person says, this person says, more or less, I'm just going to count on me and figure it out whether or not the majority is saying I should do this or that. I just do whatever feels right to me. And so a lot of the time, inner conflict just gets irritating because regardless of whether or not I want to talk about things, they're just so constant. I feel like inner conflict doesn't end until you finally choose one side. Finally choose a side. You finally resolve the conflict by going left or going right. There's no in-between. Until you pick left or right, you're just still at the inner conflict. It's not going to end. It's not going to stop. Maybe you'll forget about it for a little bit, but nope. Choosing left or choosing right is still going to be there. And until you choose one or the other... You're in the thick of it. So there's going to be two sides to each conflict. At least in my life, my inner conflicts usually have two sides and subcategories to each side. But for the most part, there's going to be two sides to each conflict. I'll run off the reasons first just to get a broad idea of what my brain is thinking. And uh, yeah, so first up with the first conflict, get in a relationship or being single. Okay, team relationship, learning slash growing, experience, love, companionship, team single. I love being single, which is the only reason and very much so reason enough. This one only started, yeah, this one only started actually coming up maybe within the past like two years max. When I was in high school, when I was a teenager, I never really cared to get into a relationship just because I I just knew that I didn't have that capacity to really care for someone else, especially during these critical growing and learning times. And I think, at least I'm pretty freaking sure that I'm just one of those people that 
likes to grow single. I am so aware that there are people that do their best growing in a relationship. And that is so, so fine. So, oh, fine. I was going to say so, oh, fine. So, okay. And so fine. Um, It's so okay. And it's just so happens to be that for me, I do my best growing single. I like to figure things out while it's just me, myself and I. And so for me, I love being single. I love being single. I love I love being single. I can't repeat it enough. I love being single, A, and B. I think I just don't have the the space in my life to care for another human being. Like, it would be completely unfair of me to get into a relationship fully knowing that I would not really be able to I probably wouldn't be able to reciprocate the level of love and care and affection and attention that the other person needed. Because I don't think I need that much like one-on-one time, if that makes sense. Or for me, I am a, uh, what is that called? My love language is quality time for sure. But that doesn't mean I need to see you every single day of the week. And I think a lot of people my age more or less kind of want to see their partner every single day of the week. Maybe more so younger, but I still think people like to see each other more often than I do. And so, you know, it just wouldn't be fair because I already know that about myself. And obviously, if something were to happen sometime soon, I would make that thing aware. I would say, hey, like, I am not, I'm probably not going to be the best at reciprocating love and attention and affection. So like, maybe like, tell me, yeah, or not maybe, Yes, tell me. But um, even before we get into anything, just I need you to know that because people want their attention and I so respect that. So that's team single. It's just team singles. It's so strong team single in my brain. Team single is just, you know, thriving. But then there's team relationship. Team relationship is tricky because you know what? You know what? Especially me being 20. And yes, I know I'm still young. I know I'm still young. Trust me. I am not in any rush to get married. I'm not under any pressure to get married or to get into a serious relationship. I really don't see myself getting into something like serious, serious until I'm probably in my late 20s, early 30s. That's just that for me, at least. Especially being 20. and, And I think dating is just something that is a common thing. Dating around, not even getting serious with people, just dating around. It's very common. And sometimes I'm like, do I need to be participating in this activity? Like, is this something that I need to be doing? Is this critical to my to my growth and well-being? Because obviously, I don't know. Because the thing is, I just do well being single. I'm a pretty solid single person. So for me, it's just, I guess, it's not even curiosity, y'all. I'm not, I don't have any interest whatsoever in dating. I don't I don't have the curiosity. I don't have the interest. It's just like a thing that's there that everyone or not everyone, but a lot of people dabble in. And I'm just like, is that something that I need to do? Is that something that's uh is that something that I need to be concerned about? Because I bet there are so many things that you could learn and you can grow from within just dating in itself, not even getting into a a relationship, just dating. I bet there's so much that you can learn and that you can grow from. But I'm just like, I bet, this is what I believe. Everyone is going to learn the same lesson, the same, what a skill, the same, whatever, in different ways. 
whether in a relationship or single, whether you're going to learn it through a breakup or through a makeup, or you're going to learn something through friendship or family, whatever it is, I think we're all going to learn different things at different times during different situations, but the same situation will be learned eventually. And for me, I'm like, I bet I'll learn these things without dating because the interest of dating isn't there. And I know that one day I will probably be like, yo, let's get into the game now. I'm interested in dating. Let's have some fun. I bet that day will come, but it's just not today. But I'm also like, I'm young. I'm 20. I should be dating. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's societal pressure either because I don't feel a weight. I don't feel a pressure. I just feel like, ooh, like, hey, maybe it's like a little nudge. It's like when someone gives you a nudge. There's also experience that comes along with it. It is absolutely hilarious to me (laughs) when people start talking about experience versus no experience because I'm still 20. There are definitely still, I I should stop freaking saying that I'm 20. Y'all get it. (laughs) I'm the age that I am. A lot of people still haven't had a lot of experience. There are definitely people that have had experience, but some people just haven't had experience. And it's so funny to me because some people are so anti not experience. Like if you don't have experience, then I'm sorry, I can't date you. Or some people are like, if you have too many bodies, then I'm sorry, I can't date you, which is to me so freaking ridiculous. In my opinion, whether if you have no experience whatsoever, or you have all the experience in the world, I'm honestly like, it doesn't really change much to me. Like it just... You just lived different lives and that's just that. That's just that. And I don't look at you any differently. I don't look at you and say, oh, I'm never going to date you because this, that, and the other. Or I'm never going to date you because of this, that, and the other. It's just another fact. And I think people, it's, it's funny to me when people have such strong opinions on it. Because I'm like, what's the difference? Like, I get it. Sex is like a major thing. But it's like, just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, um, just make it feel good and you'll be okay. There's so much pressure on this idea of like, if you've had no experience, you freaking suck. And trust me, sometimes I'm like, I probably am gonna suck. But at the same time, I am a beautiful, wonderful gal that can probably do some beautiful, wonderful things. And I bet if you're out there and you don't have any experience, you are probably, I bet you are a beautiful, wonderful human being that can do some beautiful, wonderful things, okay? So (laughs) there's too much pressure on this idea of not having experience or having experience and you being seen as seen in a certain way just stop it's annoying and but at the end of the day whatever you do you i'm gonna do me if you have a strong opinion on it keep your strong opinion shout at me your strong opinion even convince me of your strong opinion i love different opinions but this is just mine Whatever experience level you're at, whatever you've done, whatever you haven't done, just let it be a thing. Let it be known. Be confident in it and don't think about it as um, a point to be shameful of or to be embarrassed about. It's not. Also, companionship. Just having someone there. Someone that's your go-to, your main squeeze. That idea is just quite lovely to me. And who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? Just one single human being that's just, mm tight, solid, amazing, you know? So that's kind of my little back and forth with relationships and and being single. Uh, I'm definitely still like on team single for sure, but just all the time, all the, not all the time. This is definitely not an all the time thing, but it comes up pretty often. I'm like, should I be dating right now? (laughs) Should I be going on dates? Like, is that a thing that I should be doing? I'm single, 
and I'm a pretty happy single. So that one's that. Moving on to the second conflict. Stick to your dreams or let go slash give up on your dreams. Team dreams. Your dreams are things you love to do. Being so passionate about something, building grit. Who doesn't want to achieve their dreams one day? And if you give up, you won't achieve them. Team give up slash let go. Maybe it's just not meant to be. Maybe it's just not meant for me. And it's better to let go now than later. Move on sooner than later. This one has been bugging me recently. It doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't bug me for a long time, but when it bugs me, oh my goodness, it feels like I'm in the middle of the ocean and like the waves are crashing. It affects me a few times a year, um, here and there, because with having such a creative and where nothing is guaranteed type of dream, oh, my dream would be simply, um, I guess I started, I started on YouTube And I would love for it to become my source of income plus this podcast. But mainly, I started on YouTube. My passion is YouTube and creating videos, stuff like that. Creating community, like I always say on this podcast. It's my passion. It is my passion. My dream. I started YouTube in 2016. I was about 15 years old. I started vlogging. But before, I was about 10 or 11 years old and I started a covers channel, like a singing channel. (laughs) That was a fun little thing. That was a fun little thing. But the moment I found YouTube, I just, I loved it. I would watch YouTube on end. I barely, once I found YouTube, once I found out YouTube was more than just um, music videos, you know, Justin Bieber baby, I would watch that thing over and over and over again. After I learned that there was more to YouTube than just that, I was hooked. I was hooked. I don't, th- I don't think there's ever been a dry spell for me when it comes to watching YouTube. Once I found YouTube, I, I just loved it. And, ooh, water break. <clears throat> and it's stuck with me till now. It has stuck with me till now. This love for YouTube, this passion for YouTube. I just love this idea of creating community over such, like, simple things and... Oh, I just love that stuff. So for me, I guess they always say that your dreams are going to take time. And if you're not in it for the long run, then get out. And the thing that is a blessing and a curse, I guess, is I'm here for the long run. Like I will, y'all, there will, I don't think there'll ever be a time in my life where I'm not vlogging or, or making videos of some sort because I just love to do this. It just, oh, it fuels my fire. It I can't, I, there's no words. This is my passion. And for me, I stick to these dreams. I, I, I want to stick to these dreams because if I let go, then I, I'll never know if I'm ever going to achieve them. I'm never going to know. And they make me happy. These dreams make me happy. So of course I want to stick to them. Of course I want to hold on to them. These are, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. So why would I let go of something that I love to do? The thing is, reality comes, to, comes into play. Reality slaps you in the face and you realize, okay, you know, at the end of the day, I don't make money off this yet, which is, I don't know if y'all know this, but on YouTube, yes, I am now, um, we, <laughs> um, I am monetized, but I demonetize my videos just because they don't get that many views. So I'm just like, why would I put ads on these videos for these few watchers? Why can't these few watchers, these beautiful, beautiful watchers, to just enjoy a video without any ads. 
So that's kind of my mindset. And one day when I feel comfortable adding on ads, then I'll do that, which I don't even know is the is the right thing or the wrong thing. I'm just like, okay, no, maybe maybe YouTube doesn't push my videos because I don't monetize them, which makes sense because YouTube wants to make money. And if I'm not trying to make YouTube money, then why would they help me make money, grow my channel? Why would they help me with my audience, you know? So I even go back and forth on that decision of mine. And um, I guess you could say, maybe I'll do a video on that. Maybe I'll I'll re-monetize my videos and see if my views go up for like a month and we'll see what happens. Anyways, um, reality kicks in and it sucks when you see your videos not doing well. And it get, trust me, it gets to you when you've been doing something for years, something once again, if your dream is something creative and something where there aren't, it, it's not guaranteed, there are no guidelines to this, that, and the other. It just has to kind of happen, basically. It's hard to know where you're at in your dream because it's, you just don't know. There's no guideline to this stuff. There's no guidelines to this stuff. And you just kind of have to keep the faith, which if you keep doing this for years and years and years, it can get hard to keep the faith. It can get hard to believe that, no, like, this is what I love to do and this is what I'm going to keep on doing no regardless of if this makes you happy or not. And I get it, you know, the people that that love doing this, they're going to stick it through and the people that don't really care for it, they're just going to fall through the cracks, which makes sense. But it's like, y'all, the people that have been doing this for years and years and years and I bet there are so many other small creative creators on YouTube that that love doing this thing, but they just haven't gotten their spark yet they're just they haven't you know gained their audience yet and that sucks for them because i know exactly how that feels i thought about this this one struck this inner conflict struck me heavy a couple a couple days ago i'm okay now i'm, th- I'm still like grinding on youtube doing my thing I, I just love it so so much um but one thing that this conflict has taught me is that success isn't vertical It's not vertical. And as much as we want it to be vertical, it's not vertical. You're going to have plateaus. You're going to go down. You're going to go up. And the the fun, the most exciting and beautiful and wonderful thing said with sarcasm about having a dream that is creative is that you don't even know where you are in your in your span of success. You don't know if you're in a plateau. You don't know if you're upwards. You don't know if you're downwards. You just don't know. (laughs) And it's a little frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, Another sub, another side inner conflict that does affect me here and there, especially with the rise of TikTok, is sex sells versus stay true to me. Trust me, I'm not out here about to start an OnlyFans. Also, you can't even do that on OnlyFans at this point. But more sex sells, meaning, you know, of course, the get, of course, like, I think that explains itself. The literally TikTok is just pretty people. And I'm not trying to bash on pretty people. Use your pretty privilege, honestly. I can't do anything about it. If I get angry at it, it's just going to make me angry. And me being angry isn't going to do anything for me. So I'm just going to let it go. It ain't that deep. I'm just not really on TikTok. Trust me, I've had my phase where I would go on TikTok multiple times a day for multiple hours. But I don't ever really go on it anymore. Only when like friends will send me TikToks so and then I'll watch those. But other than that, I'm not on TikTok, but I but it's so clear that sex sells. It's so clear that sex sells and it is tempting. Like if even the smallest thing, this isn't even sex, but even wearing makeup, I think wearing makeup sells. I think wearing makeup will get you places. 
compared to people that don't wear makeup or just or just being more modest versus not being modest. There's nothing wrong with either side, but I am like fairly modest. I I think I'm fairly modest and I think that that does affect my success in this type of career path. I really really do. It's sad, it sucks, but at the end of the day, I want to just stay true to me because that's who I know, that's who I am, that's who I want to be. I don't want to one day blow up being someone that I'm not cuz that would just complete that would suck even more probably. Having such a creative dream is so interesting because it's so fun. It's entertaining. I I love it. It's just you don't really there's no guidelines to this stuff, so it's frustrating. It's real frustrating. All right, inner conflict number 3. Stay home versus move out. Team home, family, maybe I'm not done here. Team move out, I love pushing myself, I love traveling, I love the challenge, maybe I am done here. Also, friends. This one, this one is like constant. When I was younger, I definitely imagined myself moving out. And I guess the reason why I didn't move out, mm, the main reason was probably family, to be honest. I am at, when I was younger, I imagined myself turning 18 and moving out. But I think just with the circumstances in my life, to be honest with you, my family didn't want me to go, which is fair. I'm, I'm Asian, and that's very, very typical in an Asian household. So I understood. I understand now. But it was definitely a major, major reason. I think a lot of people also want to move out young when their family situation at home isn't very healthy. And thankfully, I'm so blessed with a quite healthy family and home space. So that wasn't even a factor. This one makes me sad. I don't know. I guess it makes me sad because whenever I think of this one, I just think of my potential. Knowing that I could do so much more, but having to take quite a big step to then be doing so much more. There's a constant, there's a constant conflict between I'm done here versus I'm not done here. I think a lot of people say that, especially when they come from small towns. That's the other thing about about my living situation. I'm not from a small town in Iowa. I'm not. I, I didn't grow up with the craving of the big city, with the craving of seeing what else is out there. I didn't. I grew up in the in the main city of where I live. And so for me, it wasn't even I want to venture out more into the big city because I'm already in the big city. It's more so I want to venture out more to anywhere else I could go. It doesn't even matter if it's a city. And so that aspect didn't even apply to me either. I, I, I tend to think maybe I'm not done here yet because I do live in a city and things are always changing in a city. It, nothing is mundane, really. Nothing is Nothing always stays the same. There's always something to do. There's always something to see. And so that whole aspect where it would be so clear to a small town kid wanting to move out, like, yes, I am done here. It was never that clear for clear to me or for me because I don't, maybe I'm not done here. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But then I think about moving out and I think about the possibilities and I'm like, oh, I'm done here. <laughs> Get me out of here. Uh, I, I love pushing myself as well. If you've watched or if you've listened to the high school episodes that I put out in September, you would know that in the eighth grade going to the ninth grade, I switched schools. And that was something that I just, I, I admire myself, my younger self for doing that. And so I'm like, I know that I'm going to admire my younger self one day for moving out. 
And I know it's not gonna, I know it's never not gonna happen. Is that the right, is that what I'm trying to say? I know that it's gonna happen one day is what I'm trying to say. But it's just the question of when. And it's the question of, am I done here? There have been so many times where I'm like, I'm literally so finished here. And then the next day I'll be like, no, I'm not finished here yet. I also love my family. And I, and I do have a very healthy, livable s- space. So that's, so that's great. That's beautiful. I could be saving money on rent. Like, so many people complain about rent. And I could be saving money on rent. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> but then I think about moving out. And I think about pushing myself. I think about the, my love for travel. I think about the challenge. And I'm like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I need. That's what I crave. That's where I need to be right now. I just don't. I just don't know. And then I think about friends. And if you've been listening to the podcast for the past couple months, you would know that I'm, I'm craving new friends, just new people, new environments. And if I move out, it would hopefully push myself. Hopefully I don't go into a cocoon. I would hopefully push myself to just meet people. This one makes me, yeah, no, this one makes me sad because of the aspect of family. Because I know I would be making my family sad if I moved out. But I know I would be making myself happy. And that is just... It's the question of choosing yourself. The thing is, I, I choose myself in a lot of categories in life, but when it comes to family, it may, it, oh, the decision of choosing myself just gets really difficult for me. Very, very difficult. Because I am in a very good situation. And not a lot of people have that, and I don't want to take that for granted either. I don't, I don't, oh, the inner conflict is coming out. It's coming out. Hopefully I don't think about this one after I finish recording. Oh, that would suck. But this one really does nag at me because it makes me sad. And the ones that make me sad hurt the most because I'm sad. What would y'all do? I would love your input on this one. What would y'all do if you have a healthy situation at home? If you already live in a city, would you stay where you are? Or would you push yourself and move out? Because you love to push yourself, because you love to travel, because you want the challenge and you want to move out. What would you do? What would you do? And finally, the last inner conflict, I'm so old versus I'm so young. Team old, there are 12-year-olds more successful than me. Team young, I'm literally only 20. This one I think is so, so common, especially with the rise of social media, especially with success starting at such a young age. Oh my goodness. This one can get to people, I think. This one can get to people because you just... One thought leads to the next thought, leads to the next thought, leads to the next thought. And it just keeps on going. It keeps on going. And I know, I know, I know. This idea is so centered by success. For you, it might be getting married. For you, it might be your job, whatever it is. For me, it just revolves around success. I'm like, okay, there are people buying houses at my age and I'm still living at home with my family, not to bash on either one. Either one is great. I'm just saying it gets to you and it nags at you and this kind of picks at you. It picks at you and it nags at you. And I know that there are people that are working like four jobs and I'm out here not working a job. And it's like, ooh, am I then the question of am I doing enough comes into play. This one is a very self-explanatory. I'm realizing now. I think a lot of people feel this way, and uh, I guess it's a good place to wrap it up there. Ultimately, conflict sucks. Inner conflict sucks a little bit more. But you know, life is good. Life is good. These are just inner conflicts that we all have. 
Um, I'd love to hear. Comment some of your inner conflicts. Let me know or like direct message me on Instagram or something. But let's uh, head into the update. Okay, update time. This one I'm passionate about. Very, very, very passionate about. I learned this last night. Leave while you're ahead. Leave while you're ahead. This applies to social gatherings, social events. For example, you're having a good time. You're having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. Leave while you're ahead. In my opinion, <laughs> you feel so much better when you leave when like you can sense that things are about to trickle down. Things are about the energy's about to to, you know, simmer down. Leave when you're ahead. Leave when you're still feeling amazing. Leave when the energy is still high. And I know it's tough. It is tough to leave when you feel like the vibe is good. But trust me, it feels so much better to leave then than to leave and like and dread leaving and feeling that pull that like, oh, this was so much fun. I'm going to miss y'all feeling that tug in your heart. That feels so much better than waiting and kind of letting the vibe simmer down and then you leave with your energy low yeah it ain't it it ain't it and it's nothing against the people it's nothing against the music it's nothing against the situation it's like usually it's nothing against anything it's just the fact that for me at least it's the fact that the energy's low and you know in my opinion leave while you're ahead quit while you are ahead lesson learned although i don't even <laughs> it's funny because it's funny because lesson learned but also i'm probably not going to do this <laughs> because i love it like i just want to stay anyways quick little update for y'all for this pretty lengthy episode but i hope i hope y'all enjoyed it let's create community i'm on instagram at it's time y'all podcast or you can follow my instagram at it's underscore time underscore y'all if you want a visual i'm also on youtube at it's time y'all at youtube.com slash it's time y'all follow subscribe rate review give me feedback on spotify or apple podcast give it to me straight tell me what you think and if you have any topic recommendations please direct message me I would really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you so, so much. Thanks for living with me right here, right now. And I will be back with a new episode next week. Have a beautiful, wonderful, amazing week, (laughs) y'all.